Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Friday. We're finally at the end of the week. <laughs> and it looks as if the market seems to be seems to be doing pretty good. It's um, you know, we had a record high on the uh, S&P 500 yesterday and uh, we seem to have, you know, it seems to be I don't know, it seems to be strengthening a little bit, which is which is actually a good thing. I mean, I I'm very much liking to see this this sort of you know this this action um, looks like Nvidia may have pushed above that very critical uh, $700 range. We'll see if it can hold it. I'm hoping so. Um, it's going to be coming into a four for one split. So everybody that is an owner of Nvidia, I am um, NVDA on June 21st will get a will get four shares of the split stock, and that'll happen on the. Uh, uh, the 19th of July and, and the 20th, that will be the first day that it will be trading as a split share. So, without further ado, let's uh, kind of get into some of the slides and uh, just really kind of, you know, pretty basic today. Um, the NASDAQ, and this is key, is uh, above that critical 14,000 range. It's kind of just... You know, it's pushed beyond it, not a much, but it's it's kind of holding at 14.0385, and that's kind of where it is right now. So that's looking pretty good. The uh, S&P is up just, I mean, it, it's just ever so slightly 2.02, but it's holding on to the gains that it made yesterday, which is which is key. The uh, the Dow Jones is off a little bit, but uh, we're kind of going sideways still. Um, you know, the volumes are down a little bit. Um, uh, you know, not you know they're they're down a little bit, so you know it just it's kind of a it's kind of a typical seems like um, you know Friday. We'll see how it goes into the close. Rome, you know, we're about 30 minutes away from the close. Here's one. Uh, here's a breakout stock uh, that uh, you know that I did uh, do the the call spread on. Of course, uh, as you probably well know, and that's Alphabet. This was taken from yesterday, but it seems to be moving nicely. The um, um, one I, uh, stock that I want to show you that I did was I'm doing some buying uh, today. I did sell my uh, small stake in MGM. Uh, it was up one percent, but I just I wanted to make room for, for stocks that were doing a little bit better. Here's one I brought uh, bought today. This was a breakout. A blue dot breakout doesn't really show here, and this is a little tiny company called Amplify Energy. It's based in Houston, and uh, they are looking pretty good. I, um, you know, they're up uh, significantly. They're on the New York, they're on the NYSE, but basically they're on the, the old. They call they used to call the American Stock Exchange. So uh, I bought this one today. It's a very inexpensive stock. I normally don't buy stocks under ten dollars, but this is in the oil and gas sector, and this sector has still been doing good. I mean, I was a seller of certain shares uh, today. I sold my position in Matador. I sold some position in Whiting Petroleum, taking them after I moved after they moved up about twenty percent. I took profits, uh, so I'm trying to sort of kind of recirculating some of the some of the um, some of the capital. Uh, Apple's up today. I, of course, I'm a holder for Apple. I've I've been trying to pare back my portfolio to get it to the ideal about eight uh, different actual physical shares that uh, that I'm owning. So today uh, I, w I bought uh, COP, which is ConocoPhillips, down a little bit. Uh, it's right at a buy point. The buy point's about $60 on this one. And then I bought this other really kind of much smaller, more speculative uh, uh, E&P company in the oil and gas sector. And of course, that's AMPY, Amplify Energy. Very small stock, not not a big deal. Uh, up strong on my uh, on my acquisition of DocuSign, that uh, that reverse and it's now moving higher. It's up seven dollars and ninety two cents today, or about three point two six percent. And it's the volume is up as well. Uh, I have another small oil company. Uh, it's up today, but the volume's down. That's OVV. Uh, and then of course the gold shares are down a little bit, but it's still trading above 175, which is the key level for uh, for me on that. Uh, of course, uh, I'm over much overweight in Nvidia. It's up uh, $16.65. When this slide was taken, it was trading at about uh, 7.13. I think I think it's probably going to have a very good close today. We'll see if it closes. 
you know, if it closes above 715, uh, but that would be an extremely strong close. I did, uh, I did, I borrow, I buy a few more shares in this one just because of the strength of it. And I do think, you know, again, we're coming into this date of record, and that may be a very good, a very good time for this stock, um, you know, as it comes, it comes in. My, um, I have both options and physical shares here as well. So that's kind of where I'm at. Also, Apple is up 127. 127 is a key level. Hopefully, Apple can push above that. It would be great if it can because that <laughs> that is sort of where the resistance has been for a while. So hopefully we'll see um, we'll see Apple move. Uh, you know, ho- hopefully, hopefully we'll see Apple move higher, uh, you know, just in the near future. So without further ado, Let's get to some of those questions. Thanks, everybody, for waiting and holding on here. Um, do you to take a look? Uh, Byron has a question on FNV. This is, of course, Franklin, Nevada. This is an interesting stock in that it, it doesn't actually, it's not actually a miner. Uh, it, it, it owns Porsche, it owns June, it owns positions in other mining, productive mining companies. And so it's, it's a very interesting company based, I think it's in Reno. Uh, Franklin, Nevada, but it's just a it's just a very interesting company, and uh, so let's take a look at FNV, and I'm going to pull that up right as we speak here. There we go, and that's a, that's a good uh, you know that's definitely a good uh, call. So let's 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 kind of analyze Franklin for Byron. So there we go. All right, so here we go with Franklin, Nevada. It has it 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 basically there is a buy point on a. And a, on a uh, cup with handle uh, formation on this. Uh, unfortunately, it came right up to the buy point, which is 154.16, uh, um, and then and then it was sort of it, it was sort of rejected at the it it it, it sort of was rejected at the um, uh, you know at, at at the gate there. Unfortunately, it it, uh, it it's had a little bit of you know it's had this issue. Of of being, um, you know, of being rejected right at the right 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 at the right at the buy point on this one. So um, here's the thing. Let's see if we can find a reversal on this. So this is a good stock, especially because I am a little bit bullish on gold right now. Has an excellent checklist. 88%. If we're going to see if we're going to see more inflation, which I do believe that we may, then I think this might be. You know that might be good. There's only one area that this is failing on, and that's the relative strength. The relative strength on this currently is only 58, which I typically like to buy them at 80. But remember, this group has been was was going down, and then now it's making a a movement above the 200-day line. I just want to show you this. This is uh, this is very beneficial. I'm losing my my uh, feed here, but you you see this red line here. That's the 50-day moving average. It is crossed above the black line, which is the 200-day moving average, and that is a very bullish sign. That's a that's a, uh, that, that's a very bullish sign for this. And of course, it is it is basing now in this position with the cup with handle, and the buy point is 154.16. Uh, so the question is, where would you buy that? Well, I'm going to go over here to the weekly chart to see, kind of look to see. Yeah. Uh, so what I what I think you I think I think this is pretty accurate. In terms of where the buy point is, what I would do on this one is I would do a buy stop limit order uh, at a price of 154.26. And the reason I would do that is you want to let it come through that buy point and then break that resistance and then buy it about 10 uh, cents above that price. That's that would be an ideal way to buy it. I definitely think this is a uh, you know th- this is this is a this is a good um, this is a, this is a this is a good candidate here. Uh, so I would set a buy stop limit order for, and I'm going to put it all up here, hopefully on the billboard, uh, for 151.16 uh, plus 10 cents, or um, yeah, or 151.26 uh, on that. Uh, and so the stop is. Um, the stop price on this is uh, 151.16, and the limit is 160, um, 151.26. There we go. So here's 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 what I would recommend on this one. I definitely think this is worth looking at. 
Uh, Franklin, Nevada is a good company, and it's in a good area. Uh, the there is another there's kind of a little bit of an issue here in that the gold mining area has been a little bit weaker at one 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 twelve out of one ninety seven. But because this is a company that owns royalties, I think this one will do very very well. So here's how I here's how I would enter this trade. I'm not in this currently. I would set a buy stop limit order. The limit being uh, 151 20, uh, the uh, 151.16, um, uh, and then the limit order. The limit being 151.26, 10 cents above that. So, I think that looks very good, Byron. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's viable. I, I I think I think that's very very viable uh, as it stands. Thanks, Matt. Uh, let's look at BBW. Matt's interested in taking a look at BBW. Uh, there we go. Build a Bear Workshop. <laughs> what a name! This has been really big. I, you know, I, I, um, this is the, you know, this may be. Is this a high tide flag? Let's take a look at the weekly chart. You know what? This is really interesting. By the way, everybody, this is a very interesting format that I want to, I, I want to show you. This may be. The beginning of a high tight flag. I'm going to vote this down um, on my on my list because this could be potentially a high tight flag. The high tight flag, by the way, is the very best of all of the uh, uh, all of the chart formations. So uh, let's see. B uh, B B W uh, Build a Bear Workshop. Uh, okay, so this look kind of looking like a high tech flag. It's got one, two. It, it it needs one more week, three weeks, and this is a definitely a high tech flag. So you want to put this on your watch list because this one very well could break out. Let's. I want to check a few other things. Boy, this is in a great sector. It's in the leisure product sector. Four out of 197. That's excellent. Wow, this is really really looking good, uh, Matt. This is really 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 looking good. I think that this might be. Yeah, this is definitely one that you want to buy. I I may I might have got this one's up 8.3 cents, 3% just in the week. That's this week and let's look at the daily chart. Boy, it's just really Okay, so here's where you want to buy it. Yeah, you could definitely buy it and I would probably try to get it right at about uh 18 12 so we're right in the money. This is definitely viable and this is a possible high tight flag. So this is, you know, high tight flag is the very best format. So uh, possible high tight flag formation. Wow, that is very very good. I mean that that uh, when you get those high tight flags, they can really rip up because you see it ripped up and then it and then it's consolidating, and it looks as if. And I just want to show you the volume here. But uh, this is this is fascinating. This is a, this is a classic pattern. Uh, the volume is moving down. That means that you know it's getting ready, and these are all above that. So it's getting ready to move higher. This is get this BBW uh, Build a Bear Workshop is is, is looking to possibly uh, move higher. That is that is that is a fantastic call there. Uh, fantastic call. All right, so let's take a look at some people from TikTok, NVIDIA. We'll, we'll get to that in just a second. NVIDIA, how high? Let's take a look at NVIDIA uh, because a lot of the people on the the uh, the, the um, that are watching um, that are on the Discord room, the 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 special Discord service, they're in NVIDIA. I'm I'm I I have a large position in NVIDIA, uh, as of course it's going to come up on this uh, this. This uh, um, four for one split. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this, the the uh, chart up here for Nvidia. Kind of let's analyze it a little bit. I'm looking at the daily chart here, but we, we yesterday uh, we were you know we were flirting with this you know we were flirting with 700. We've now pulled above 700. I think that is if it can hold this, it's likely to go much higher. It's up about fifteen dollars today. Now the question is, it, but the volume is only up eight percent. Let's look at the ten-minute chart to see kind of how it's trading into the close. If it trades, if it if it can hold seven ten or so, it's probably going to move higher uh, next week based on based on this. So it seems like it's holding it. You know, we're pretty close to the end of trading. So 
if it can hold that, I think it's probably going to move higher. I still think you can buy it at this point. Um, it is extended. Now, normally I would say, no, you, you can't buy it at this level just based on the fact that, um, you know, that, it, that it's moved above that buy zone, uh, which is basically 5% from the buy point up. So it's moved past that. But it seemed, but but with this formation, with this tight formation, and coming into thing, I think that you're definitely, might this still is still there's still time to get into uh, Nvidia uh, before the split. But what I do expect is that this will trade higher up until uh, the the day the the day of the split, which is uh, the 19th of of uh, July, and then it probably uh, it probably will pull back. I'm planning to possibly sell most of my. Uh, position on on that. By the way, if you're looking on TikTok, I just wanted to point out that we have uh, this very uh, very good trade on Google. It is a long-term trade. It's a, it's basically almost 100 days on this trade, so it's kind of a slow and sure rinse the race. Google was breaking out yesterday. I think it's down a little bit today, but this uh, spread trade allows you to control 100 shares of of Google for you know a very good price. If you want to check that out, super easy to do. Just go to the beacons, and the way you do that is you go to my profile, click the link, and then uh, it'll bring up a little sub menu, and then we have this trade up there. You just click on that, and uh, you can take a look at that uh, um, that trade. So that's a pretty cool trade uh, that you might uh, might be interested in. I think it might be a, a real money maker. So I'm, uh, without uh, further ado, I'm going to look at Google. That's what this trade is based on. Kind of see how, check in with Google, see how uh, Google is trading here. So G-O-O-G. And of course, there are two, sh there are two classes of Google shares. Uh, I trade the, uh, I've, in, in this trade, I trade basically the, 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 um, the original shares. This is the alphabet shares. Uh, this is the one the spread is on right now. Uh, it is pulled back about ten dollars. It's but it's still right in the buy zone. So I do think that this trade that I'm showing here, this trade probably should work very very well. And of course, the easy way to get to that is to go to my profile, click that link, and you'll be taken right to uh, an area where you can get you can get to take a look at that uh, at, at that trade. So that could be a very good trade for you as well. All right, let's uh, go down to the next question. Thought and Valet. This is a this is a, a copper miner, uh, primarily in South America, and along with uh, like SCCO, which is Southern Copper. Um, this one, Valet, very large. I I do think even though uh, it did pull back a little bit this morning, I think it's still making a run, nice run. There is going to be a lot of demand because of inflation. We are going to see a fair amount of demand for copper. So this one. You know this one still is, a, is still is very good. If you'll notice, the mining and metal ores sector of the economy is 20 out of 197. So this is very very strong. I also kind of want to look to take a look to see if uh, we can get an idea of how that sector is trading. Uh, and I'm, what I'm going to what I'm doing here is I'm going to the list of sectors and I'm looking at uh, the the number 20, of course, which is the the mining. Uh, sector. So here's what I'm, I'm going to do this very quick. Hopefully if I get it to it right. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, let's go down here to the industry groups. And then we're going to go ahead and uh, well, hopefully that'll come up. There we go. Industry groups. Uh, we're going to go through the rank. And we're going to go from, from high to low. I'm going to go to number 20. This is the mining sector. And let's take a look at that. This is the mining sector. Uh, this is the chart for the the, the mining sector um, with all the stocks included. Let's look at all the stocks in the group. See how Valet uh, how Valet comes out. It's the one, two, three, four, fifth largest uh, by cap. So it's in very good company there. Rio Tinto is bigger, of course, and BHP is the biggest. That's of course an Australian company. But I want to kind of look to see where the top stocks are. Yeah, Valet's right in there. Uh, let's look at Camco. The UR Energy is a uranium miner. It's a little bit different play. Uh, well, actually, let's look at Tech Resources. This is the one that kind of has been, as of late, doing very, very well. It's in a buy zone area. So if 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 LA is not, you know, LA is is a is a good stock. But if you want another one that's basically in uh, mining as well, Chile and Peru, uh, copper, of course, um, coal. They they mine everything. 
This one is right into buy zone, and it's a, it's very it's it's well priced. Tech Resources, um, basically at trading at 23.61, and it's up today about 16 cents. Not a lot. I mean, this these aren't rocket ships. These aren't uh, like some of the stocks that uh, you know in the tech sector, but still very very significant. Uh, so if looking at Valet, I think it's still really actionable, and I think. Uh, you know, you know, it maintain it, it, uh, it, 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 main, it uh, remains a very good, a very good stock. I mean, it's uh, the proper buy point on this was was 17.68, and at, if you if you were in at 17.68, you probably should be taking some profits now. Looks like it's basing here. It looks like it's forming a base found uh, formation, and it possibly will go higher. But uh, still looking very good. The relative strength is 90. The relative strength line is pointing up. So I can't really say anything too bad about valet it looks like a good stock to me all right uh, greetings thank you hey uh, look at wish uh, if there's still another round of shorts interesting you know there there you know there was this uh, I, I let's let's take a look at Wendy's because Wendy's went through the short squeeze and now it's sort of coming off of that so this is kind of the chart for Wendy's really interesting I was I was highlighting this one um, uh, on the show yesterday, and of course, <laughs> I ran out of time. I wasn't able to take advantage of it, but it, it it rocketed up here, you know, and then boom, it's been it's been pulling back. This is why when you're playing when you're playing these uh, when when you're playing these short squeezes, you gotta you gotta put in your you you gotta put in your stop loss immediately. What you do is you and you buy it. You know, you just gotta be very careful and just put that stop loss in. It's a market stop loss too, not trailing, and just go like this, and then eventually you'll get right up to here you see and then it will and it will move down and then it moves down quickly and so obviously you want to have that that tight stop loss in i typically like to be no more than about two to three percent below where that where, where the current price of of any of these uh in any of these short squeeze stocks are so with it with a buy stop with a uh a stop limit uh, with a stop limit order, and always do the market one, uh, because that's that's going to get you know that's going to give you the best coverage. Um, the the trailing stop loss will reset every night, so you want the market stop loss if you're playing these um, these short squeezes. So let's see if there is, and and you basically, I, and I didn't answer your question. I went all around the bush, didn't answer your question. Let's let's go with that wish W I S H. And see if there's any opportunities. Yeah, I don't think this one. I I wouldn't be probably playing this one for a short squeeze, even though uh, there it probably. Let's 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 just do an analyzation. Yeah, this is a. Here's the thing about short squeeze. I typically like to see uh, stocks that have been around a little bit longer than this one. This is a relatively. Um, yeah, th you know this 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 stock is a is a relatively new stock. Uh, with regards with regards to that, let's see if I can get the yeah. Let's see if I can get my um, screen back here. I, I, for some reason, I I messed up here. There we go. Okay. So um, let's see if I can put my screen up here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having these. Uh, see if they were. There we go. Okay. So. Um, All right. Yeah, there we go. I'm back now. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, all these things I'm having to... I have a number of windows open that just don't want to be cooperative right now. Uh, okay, so there we go. We're back in that. Let's see if I can... All right, so uh, I just wanted to do the... Yeah. Let's see if I can go to a different. Um, let's see if I can go to a different view here. Hold on. Let me go back to my here. Go to a different view. There we go. Well, I know. It's not working. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on.
All right, I'm back, <laughs> back to the, back to the same screen that I had. I, I can't minimize it, for some reason. I just, uh, okay. All right. Well, it didn't let me. It's not letting me minimize. Oh, come on, let me minimize. Minimize. Uh, darn it. All right. Well, I, I can't, I can't take it out of that mode. To see the to see the calculator, so maybe I can just maybe I can put the calculator somewhere else. Hold on, put it over here. All right. Oh, this is just maddening. All right. All right. Well. All right. Let's close out of that. Letting me. Come on, let's close out of it. Alright. Right. So core logic. Let's see if I can get that over there. Yeah, there we go. Alright, so now there. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I think now maybe I can, I can see, hopefully get the the uh, the uh, um, the calculator up. Sorry it took me so long on that. Let's go. 1.1 days of short interest times. Uh, okay, and it just yeah it did. It just absolutely blasted off, boy. Um, and the after hours. So can you get into this one? Wow. Okay, yeah, no, this is definitely a short squeeze. Um, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, okay, so if it's it, average daily volume is 22 million, so it's it's 1.1 days of short interest times uh, 22. 822 uh, 300 so that gives us 27,613,000 shares are short and the float is 297,900 okay giving us yeah this is 10% so yeah this is definitely you know obviously this is definitely a short squeeze um, the question is, can you benefit from that? That's on the weekly chart. Let's see. Um, now it's been selling off throughout. Yeah, so really the opportunity was basically on Tuesday. Is this going to go again? Well, you know what? It looks as if, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, would be, I would be a little bit leery about this one. Um, I think this is probably going to fall a little bit more before we have an opportunity on it so it's it's one of those things where i don't think um you know we have as much opportunity as we did um but uh you know who knows i mean uh interesting uh, on that all right so it really didn't give you a good answer but that's sort of the answer that i have uh big thanks to matt uh <laughs> absolutely th he does absolutely um uh hey jim uh thanks for nvidia because you hold it um you, you hold it what will you, uh happen uh, next with nvidia well here's what i think is going to happen with nvidia this is sort of my take on it um basically the way stocks like this trade uh is they trade when they're when they're split now uh nvidia has not split for 14 years so there it's way way overdue what happened was there's one billion authorized shares on nvidia the the uh, they decided to uh, to increase the uh, a number of authorized shares to four billion, uh, and of course that required a vote. It was approved, um, so they're going to go to four billion. They're basically, I believe, going to issue, um, you know, they're going to issue four for one. So I think they're going to issue a, a billion more shares. I, I think that's the the, the matter, but it will not be dilutive because stock splits are not dilutive. Uh, basically, they just they just needed more shares because the price got so high. So, um, I do believe that I'm going to be buying it into the uh, date of record. The date of record is June 21st. 
then after that, um, I may be I may actually even add shares after that. I'm going to be holding my shares until July 19th. I'm going to be selling on July 19th because that's typically the day that that it reaches the peak. Then it will split, and then typically what will happen is after it splits, the stock will trade down for a few days, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe even two or three days, and then it will probably continue back up. But there's going to be an opportunity uh, on the day of, um, you know, on, on, on the day right before it, uh, it trades four for one, which is the July, which is July 20th, but the, 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 the last day it trades as a single uh, issue is going to be on the 19th of July. So I plan on, on on buying and then holding up into there and then probably selling. So that's that's sort of how I'm looking to do it, um, you know, just based on my, my experience with uh, some of the other stocks like Tesla and uh, Apple last year. Um, price prediction for, <laughs> for NVIDIA. I don't know. It's really hard. You know, it's so hard. Um, you know, I was probably being a little bit aggressive. Uh, I was going to, I was saying about 800. Uh, uh, because that would make the the split shares um, about 200 each, well, exactly 200 each. Um, so that's kind of what I've been looking at. Now, you know, we've got a ways to go on that because, again, we're not, you know, we're not there yet. And it's not going to trade all the, you know, it's not going to trade like that. Um, it, it's 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 not it's not going to trade like that all in one day. It's going to come up and then, you know, then we're going to see it. You know, it may back off a little bit, and you know, we just don't know. But one thing we do know is that you know it looks like we had a very nice close. We closed at uh, okay, so we after hours we're at 7:12. So the fact that we closed above 7:10 in the after hours is looking very strong. Um, very very strong day today. Uh, you know, a lot of people are getting ready. They're getting positioned because I do think it may pop on Monday based on this based on this close. A lot of the big a lot of the big companies uh, that that are going to want to hold this. They're not going in and buying all at once. They're buying in pieces. So, you know, this is sort of, the, you know, the day before the weekend. I think we're going to have a strong week next week. I really believe it based on this based on this uh, information I hear. They're basically, the volume is up about 14% uh, today. So I do see, you know, I see, again, I see in this volume here, I do see, you know, strong action. You know, we had we, we had this two little days where there was, there was an attempt for the shakeout. But I think we're back. I think we're back buying buying it on Monday because, just based on the fact that uh, you know the, there's just huge volume in it, uh, I just kind of want to look at the 10-minute chart to see kind of how it closed. Yeah, it closed right above 710. This is a key level, and uh, and and it, and if you'll notice at, at the very end of the day, there's a large buying spike. So we're not selling on the close. We're buying on the close. That is bullish. And uh, I do think that we will move higher. Now, I'm kind of expecting, um, you know, and again, it's it, you know, it's it's very difficult to 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 uh, to do this. But we've got a few more days before the day of record. That's June 21st. Uh, but I do believe that coming into July, we're going to probably see this thing move. And I think we could see it move as high as 800, maybe even higher. But I definitely think is easily this easily could be 800. Why do I think that? Well. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to draw a trend line. I'm big on these trend lines, as you probably know. This is on the weekly chart. Let's see if we get. Yeah, there we go. So I'm going to draw a trend line, which, if I can, if I can get enough bandwidth here, there we go. Well, I try. <laughs> try it again. So we're we're having some issues with the bandwidth. Okay. Let Let's hopefully we'll come back here. Come on. Come on, Nelly. Oh, okay. So I'm going to draw. I'm going to draw this trend line. And as you can see, it crosses 800 now. I'm, it's showing out in September, so I may be a little bit. I don't know if that, you know, that's on the lows. Let's let's draw the trend line on the highs. So yeah, I, it's in this channel right now. I definitely think we could see it at 800 by um, by mid July. I really believe that. I think we could see it in the 800s by the mid July, but that's just a guess. That's that's kind of what I'm looking at in terms of the price is about is about by about July 20th I'm looking at about 800 before, when it splits four for one and then of course it'll be about 400 so very interesting uh, times there oh prediction on and it's about 800 okay uh, workhorse we will see a squeeze next week interesting it's interesting well let's see about workhorse WKHS there's been a lot of action on this one. 
Um, it definitely has pulled up. We're up today, and let's look at that chart. Very interesting. Uh, we're, but you know, we're definitely below that 20, that 200-day moving average. It's got a good strength on the relative strength. Uh, let's see if we can put together. Let, I just kind of want to analyze this again. I always, you know, I'm, maybe I'm analyzing it to death. It's analysis paralysis, but I'm going to look at the amount of short interest. Short interest is 2.5 days. So I'm, we're looking at an average daily volume of about 18 million, uh, 343,500 shares. So on a daily basis, we're looking at about 45,858,750 uh, shares are short. The float, of course, is 108,500. 108,500,000. So that's giving us basically, oh yeah, this is definitely in the in the range for being a short squeeze. Uh, workhorse is definitely there. 0.42% of all the shares are being short. Yeah, this definitely could be a short squeeze. There's no question about it. No question at all. So the question is where to get in on that. Wow, this 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 could be a good short. Absolutely based on that calculation. It looks as if it's going to get relieved right at about mm, about 18. So boy, this this could really this could really take off. Um, this wouldn't be a bad one to to, to buy. Uh, I'm not recommending it or anything. Remember, this is for educational purposes only. <coughs> but I think that you know we possibly have a very nice potential for short skis next next week. I don't know when it's going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Don't know. But it's definitely setting up for a short squeeze. You're absolutely right, West West. You're absolutely right. This is setting up for a short squeeze. Absolutely. 42% of all the shares are held short. Oh, and what is your thought about Apple and OVV? Uh, should holders go up? Um, <coughs> I, I, I'm I'm in both of these. I'm in both of these uh, shares. Let's look at OVV first. Um, I mean, this is not, probably not going to be a rocket ship OVV, but you know, I think slow and steady wins the race. This is OVV today. It's up 2.82%, which isn't bad. I mean, uh, it's above the buy zone. I just think that this is going to continue moving up the 10-day line. I don't think this is going to jump up, you know, like the short squeezes or anything. But I do think that this one is very likely to, um, to to move higher. Now, if you did buy, you know, at approximately the right the right buy point, and that was been a very hard. Uh, at 27, I didn't quite get it at 27. I'll have to see where I actually bought it. Let me. I'm just going to go to my, uh, to to my to to the small portfolio here, um, uh, to see kind of uh, where I where I bought that at. So I'm going to go in in the small portfolio and take a look, and see. This is the. Uh, uh, it'll take a second for it to draw the, to draw the chart. Okay. Um, let's see if we can. Get it. There we go. Okay, so I have o, uh, I have OVV. It's uh, it's not a large. You know, it's I, I did sell some of my other oils. Um, I got in. Where did I get in? At 28, 20, 28. So I didn't quite get in. <laughs> I didn't quite get in at the buy point. A little bit above it, but I'm still up nine percent. So this is this is not this has been a pretty good stock. Um, you know, th this this has been a pretty good stock. Yeah, it's at 31. Uh, 41. So I'm up about 9% on this. I didn't quite get in at the buy point at 27. I sort of got in as it pulled back. It went up and then it pulled back and I got in basically at the top of the buy zone. So I still like OVV. Um, do I think it's viable now if I was going in? Probably not. I probably wouldn't buy it uh, now just because it's moved past the buy zone. It's, it's up a little bit too much. Um, now with Apple... Apple is a really strange one. I've, I, I, um, I'm still waiting for Apple to reverse above, um, above the trend line. That's this, that's this black line here. Um, it, 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 you know, it's just slow and it's just slow and steady, uh, but it just, it just, it does seem to be moving, making a move upwards. But it's still not reversed higher. It's still a downward trend by, by looking at this, uh, at this trend line. It has to move above that. It really has to move above about 136 in order for it to be considered an uptrend. So it is making a move towards that. I'm not going to probably sell my Apple right now, but it has been a laggard as of 
you know, as of late. But I do have a, a bull call spread on it. So long term, I do like Apple. Uh, long term, long term, I definitely like Apple. Uh, they're going to be doing a, probably a stock buyback. That was the story today in the Investor Business Daily. They're going to be doing a, a stock buyback. And the reason that they're doing a stock buyback is because of the potential for very high, much higher capital gains taxes, which may happen. And if they if they do a stock buyback, it'll boost the prices, the share prices. But the dividends will be, uh, you know, will be taxed at a different, you know. Uh, Apple had been throwing off tremendous dividends. They cut their dividends uh, because of that capital gains thing. So they're just probably going to be buying back stock. So it's going to be in the in the stock price. So, um, but uh, I do like Apple long term, and I think it's a great stock, and I think it's going to continue to be a great stock. It's just that you know everything has a season. So let's look at FCX, um, and that is Freeport Macaron. This was really a good stock. Um, it's pulled back a little bit. Sometimes pullbacks can be a very good time to buy. I do believe that you know this might be the case for um, for FCX because what's happened is, you know, it it uh, it, it it moved past the buy the buy point at 37.61 uh, very convincingly, and then it moved all the way up to 46.10, and then it's pulled back, and now it seems to be settling on the 21-day exponential, which is that green line. And it looks like it's probably poised to, to reverse higher. So I would definitely consider this. I wouldn't sell this one. <laughs> I wouldn't sell this one based on the chart pattern. Uh, I think that this one is likely to move uh, to move higher. It's likely to reverse. I'm going to take a look at the, yeah. See, here's the thing. What I'm doing is I'm drawing a line on the relative strength line uh, for this stock against the, the S&P 500. Uh, it's it's been at a it, it, it the, the strength has been uh, been higher than the S&P 500. It does look like it's moving up. So I I here's the thing about Freeport. I would really consider uh you know I I, I would I, I wouldn't sell this one right now. I think it's going to reverse higher, but I would do this. I would probably set a stop loss just in case I was wrong on that. And believe me, I've been wrong so many times at about 39.45 which is, you know, really just not that much below this right now. I mean, it's it's trading at uh, you know, at 40.80, but it does look like it's going to make a it's going to make a move higher next week. Let's take a look at the 10-minute chart to see kind of how it closed out. Yeah, no, it's it closed with a fair amount of selling. So you definitely want to put your, you know, you definitely want to put your stop loss in there tighter because it looks like the trend is it 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 uh, on the open it moves up and then it comes down. That seems to be the way it trades. Uh, Freeport. All right, uh, workhorse up for my. You know, Jay. I think we might see. I I do agree. I mean, I was looking. I was I was uh, analyzing that. I think that we might see a short squeeze on uh, on on uh, on workhorse. But here's the thing about it. You want to you want to be careful and put your stop losses in very very tight on this. I do think that, you know, it's amazing. I was I was doing an anal, uh, analyzing it, and 41% of the shares currently are held short on Workhorse, so that's significant. And uh, you know, so that's something that you know, definitely could 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 point to a potential short squeeze on Monday. You know, you don't know when it's going to be if it's going to be Monday or you know when, but uh, I do think it could be next week very very uh, very easily. Uh, PLUMB, 55% is shorted. Huh, that's interesting. Well, let's see if that's true. Um, let's, let's, you know, as they always just say, trust but verify. Um, PUMB. And just because, just because, for you know, just because um, this much of it is, is, uh, is short, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get a short squeeze on it. PUBM. But let's do, let's do the let's do the math on it uh, to see. And I'm going to take a look at the daily chart of this. So look at that! Wow, interesting. Provides integrated inventory data and advertising revenue. Okay, well that's interesting. It does it. It's traded all the way up to to 76. So let's kind of let's get an idea if if it it really is shorted at that level. So I'm going to stick my handy dandy calculator up here to get an idea. So basically, let's go to the weekly chart. This is how you do the calculation, by the way. Just kind of show you. Go to the weekly chart. Uh, then you put up your calculator here. 
And basically, we look to see the number of, of, of days that it is, is short interest is four days. And then we look at the average daily float, which is right here. That's 953,700 shares. So that's going to give us the amount of shares that are shorted are 3,814,800. And then we divide that by the float. The float is the shares that are in the float are 8.9 million shares. There we go. Uh, so that gives us the amount of short interest. Absolutely. 43% of this is short. So you're absolutely right. Uh, it's not quite 55% uh, of the shares are short on this one. But anything over 40 is serious in terms of the number of, of shares shorted. The question is, where can we, where can, where is there an entry in this one, and, and and is it worth it to do it? It looks as if, you know, if we were to enter it here, I would be very careful. I would put my stop loss in here very tight. You know, I probably would put in a stop loss at about 32.10. Yeah, see, this is 33. I would put it in a stop loss of 32 to 10. So if we're wrong and it pulls back, you're not devastated. I think it's probably worth taking a little bit of risk. You don't want to lose any more than about 5% on any of these deals. So let's kind of look to just kind of see how much of the stop loss we would want to do. Currently, it's trading at 33 after hours. So I'm going to multiply that times 0.95. And this should give us approximately where we should put our stop loss at 31.35. That would give us, and let's let's just see where that is going to be. So that's right, yeah. So that's right at the the bottom. That's right at the bottom of the candle. So that 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 31.35 would be a good stop loss for this one if you decide to do this short. Now, don't expect it to to happen all at once. Don't expect it to happen on Monday. It depends on when the people that are shorting it when they have a margin call because that's what that's what triggers the short squeeze is a margin call and then they have to go in and uh, cover that and uh, that's when that's when the, that's when they have to go and buy to cover and that's what causes the short squeeze let's look at uh this one salvadori right q uh let's look at e n p h e n p h and that is Infra's energy develops oh i like this okay home energy solutions unfortunately you know, and this is this is kind of unfortunate. Right now in the market, I don't think this is where we want to be in the market. This is in the 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 solar energy area, which was doing great last year, but this year the solar energy it's it's really odd because you would think that you know with Biden coming into the market, solar energy would do better. Actually, it's the reverse. Oil right now is doing best, and solar energy is doing the worst. Actually, solar energy did very very well under under uh, Trump, which is interesting. Uh, it, it did. It was. It was. It was very good on Trump. Right now, this area is. A, I don't really like to invest in this area because it's not. It's not where the money is flowing. So, kind of let's. I want to show you basically how, uh, you know, where the where the money is flowing in uh, in the market right now, uh, to kind of give you an idea. So, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you where the solar is, in terms of its rank. It's it's unfortunately one of the. The ones that you probably don't want to buy. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay. So uh, software. Oh, here it is. Okay. So so let me kind of show you where this this ranks. Right now, the Energy Solar Group is um, is 193 out of 197. So it's in the absolute lowest part of the market. And and this is really interesting because if you look at this. Just six months ago, solar was the number two area, the number two sector. So when 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 this is really odd, but this is this it, the numbers don't lie. When um, when Trump was in office, the energy solar area was number two out of 197. Today, with Biden in the office, you would think it would be better, but it isn't. It's actually much worse. It's the flip opposite. It's 193 out of 197. So this is not an area that we want to be in. The area that we want to kind of concentrate our looking to buy stocks is in the areas that that have the the strongest relative uh, that that have the most investment. Right now, the the number one and the number one is consumer electronics. This is where, interestingly enough, Best Buy is, as well as uh, GameStop. And the number two is one that I'm looking for things in, and this is the oil and gas 
exploration. Another area that I think is really, really worth looking at is the number four area. It's the retail leisure products area. And this is one I kind of want to show you here for potential. It's got a relative strength of 98 as a group, so it's very, very strong. This is where things are moving. Academy Sports is the number one in the category, and it's really good. By the way, that's here in, De that's here in Texas, and unlike Dick's Sporting Goods, which is also a very good company, the, and you can see it's right here on Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, Academy Sports actually sells weapons, so they tend to do very well here in Texas, as you know. Uh, you know, we like those guns uh, in Texas. Another one is Marine Max uh, as well. So let's look. I want to look at Marine Max. I, I was holding Marine Max for quite a while. I did sell it uh, when it started to slip, basically. Uh, it, and it has it has been it has been moving moving lower, um, but let me see if I can find something that in this area because I do think this area is potentially a very good upcoming area, and that is the um, and, and that is the um, the sporting goods area. Let's see. So Dick's Academy Sports is still probably the number one. Yeah. See, Academy is make, Academy is where you want to be probably. Because it's making all kinds of new highs. Yeah, Igsy has this. It, this seems to be going continuously up. So, this one really, unfortunately, doesn't really have a buy point uh, right now. But it is. Look at this. Look at this chart. It's just unbelievable. This is the Academy Sports and Outdoor, and it's just the the the, the chart just moves right up. It's got a 97 relative strength. So, uh, even though you know it's a little bit high and it's extended and there really isn't a good base pattern, I'm just looking for some place to buy it. ASO, Academy Sports and, and Outdoor, that's one you might want to look at uh, if you're looking for a stock to be in a, in a strong area. And right now the retail area is very, very strong. Um, let's look at uh, NEO, NIO. And of course, this, you know, as, you know, as, um, you know, Tesla's coming out with the, the Tesla Plaid. Uh, I don't know how well they're going to do, but you know it. You know it, it seems to be doing well, but you know unfortunately, uh, it just has been in a funk. Now, it, has it reversed? This is a really good question. I've got a reversal line on this one, so let's go and take a look, kind of, you know, at that. Um, you know, we have the reversal line there. We're moving up, so, you know, I do think, you know, and it, this did move above this level. I think that you know, we may be seeing a reversal on on uh, on Neo. I'm probably not going to be a buyer on Neo. Until it reaches about 57.20, that's sort of where I would be looking to get back in. But it's definitely improving. So it, it you know, Neo is definitely improving. Uh, if it moves higher, uh, it moves above that, then you know that would be that would be a good thing. But I'm I wouldn't I'm not really looking to get in uh, until I'm up to about this mark here. I'm going to actually reactivate this tick here because this is the 57.20. Um, buy point on Neo, so uh, Neo is definitely improving, definitely improving, but I don't think it's it's right now. Um, right now, I don't think it's uh, uh, you could you could make a case for buying it. I just I don't think. Let's look at Tesla, because Tesla in the group is the one that really, you know, really really makes the makes the difference. Now here's the problem, of course, with Tesla, it still has not reversed above this reversal line. When it does, then I'm probably back in, but right now. It is trading right on the 200-day line. It's it's it, it you know it's it's way off where it was. Basically, uh, I really basically haven't owned it since uh, since the since the 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 early March time frame when it started to pull back. I I bailed out uh, basically uh, you know on my stop. I got stopped out, um, and this was my best stock last year by far. Um, but right now, I think. Uh, you know, it's still struggling at the 200-day line. It's up a little bit after hours, but uh, it still has not reversed higher. So, I would be a little bit careful about investing in uh, the automotive sector. Now, I do own one automotive stock in my own portfolio, and that's GM. Um, you know, which has pulled back a little bit, and I may be a seller of GM, but overall, it tends to be pretty good. The, there is a buy point on GM at 63.44. Uh, but it is up after hours, and I do think that it probably will trade on the 10-day on the line. At least I hope it does. If it doesn't, then I'm probably going to get rid of it, too. But uh, General Motors, believe it or not, right now is probably the strongest in the automotive sector. I'm going to take a look. The automotive sector has fallen a lot. It's, it's, it's 190 out of 197. So it has fallen 
tremendously. So let's look at the automobile sector and kind of get an idea of you know of stocks that we could possibly look at that in an area because when when this when this sector roars it's a great sector but when it doesn't boy it just uh, it just it just doesn't it's it's disappointing so let's look at the automobile manufacturers as a group we're still in this downward trend with the automobile manufacturers as you can see I want to kind of look to see which of the leaders Honda interestingly is the leader I wouldn't have said I wouldn't have known that Toyota Daimler Tesla a Tata Motors, interesting. This is interesting. Of course, this is a very large. Tata owns um, uh, Volvo Cars, very interesting company, based of course in India, um, and also part of the Tata Group. There's Tata Steel. And there's a lot of things. Tata is a huge company. Solantis, which is of course is this Solantis NV. This is Fiat, Chrysler. Uh, I think Peugeot uh, is in this group. Uh, not a, not a true. So let's look at Honda. See how it's doing. This is actually right now. The best of the autos. I would never have said that. Oh, it's right in the buy zone. Look at that. That's just interesting. So the buy point on that is 31.92, and it's right in the buy zone. So you know, if you're looking to buy an automobile company, Honda is the one. Actually, I drive a Honda, so <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's pretty good. I've always you know I've always liked the company. It's not stellar. It's good to own it. I don't know if I'd want to trade it that much. All right, Jeet, you always have such great stuff. Skin S K I N. S-K-I-N. And let's take a look. Oh, let's, uh, S-K-I-N. See if it's going to give us... Oh, Beauty. Beauty, Beauty, Beauty. This is Beauty Health Company. And it's hmm, interesting. I don't know this. But you know what? You know, one group that always does well in recessions, and I and not that we're in a recession, the Beauty Group is one of the most profitable businesses out there. Um, uh Ulta, Ulta Beauty is, 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 is stellar in this. This one's looking good, too. It's got a very nice chart, 1733. Don't quite know where they are. They provide personal skincare solutions with anestheticians via non-invasive platform in 67 countries. Wow, this is interesting. I don't, I have no, I don't know this one. Uh, let's see. It's in the cosmetics personal care. It's in a good sector. I want to check this sector out. There's no real place to buy this. Uh, there's, there's no base pattern. No, well, it did have the space pattern. It says consolidation, twelve dollars and eighty-six cents. It's a little bit. I don't know. This is an IPO, and it, I don't know if I would buy this one. But it it, it doesn't look bad. I mean, it's uh, it's got a relative strength of eighty-eight. That's pretty strong. Um, it's interesting. Uh, this is a newly public sixty-six, so it does pass. It doesn't have a full. Yeah, it has negative cash flow, just barely though. Um, interesting. So let's look at the sector. I want to look at the sector of this. This is uh, uh, in 59. So let's look at let's look at sector 59 to see kind of you know where we're going. So let's go down here to oh, do that back. There we go. Let's go down to 59. This is the this is the skincare sector uh, that. Um, that it's in, so the personal care cosmetics area, and this is the overall chart. So I want to look at the top stocks in that group. Yeah, Procter and Gamble, no surprise. L'Oreal, Estee Lauder, Colgate, Parmalat, Kimberly Clark. Oh, interestingly enough, this is a very interesting company, and I haven't seen this forever. This is an old old company, but this is a company that always makes money. It's IFF, International Flavors and Fragrances, <laughs> and it's in a buy zone. So. Instead of buying that other one, <laughs> this is the one I think you want to be buying. It's IFF, International Flavors and Fragrances. Let me just see if it's in a buy zone. Yes, it is in a buy zone. It's a very, this is kind of a slow but sure wins the race kind of, kind of stock. It's not going to set the world on fire, but it's not, it's not going to disappoint either. It's looking like it's, it's near higher high. Let's look at the monthly chart. Yeah, it's almost at an all-time high. This one is definitely... You want to put this one on the watch list. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, make a note of this one too. IFF International Flavors and Fragrances. <laughs> Haven't seen that one in ever. That's in if you're looking in like a lot of the old model books uh, for stocks. That one is is figures prominently. International Flavors and Fragrances. It's been around forever and ever. All right, um, we are almost out of time. Um, just wanted to reiterate for everybody looking on TikTok, uh, if you want to take a look at the at the spread trade that we have on uh, Google, 
uh, basically it's right here and all you have to do is go to the link uh, by going to my profile hitting that link and then uh, you can click on that also uh, if you want to join the uh, uh, the free action trade alerts uh, just need the first and last name and an email address where we can send it we send out uh, trades and other information two or three times a week sometimes more depending on how the market is trading and then of course we do have the special discord room which uh, basically is uh, you know it's access um, to to a lot of the insider trades and that's and that's a really good one as well um, so if you're looking for that uh, the way where to go to to, uh, to to sign up for that one of course is uh, at the the Dallas uh, Trading it's uh, it's venny.com slash u slash Dallas Trading Floor. If you want to get on the action trade alerts and you're looking on uh, YouTube right now, just go to www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So I'll be back on Monday at 2:30, and uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Uh, I know I'm going to be enjoying it. It's it's really warming up here in Dallas. It's night 95 today, which means that I'm going to be at the pool on. Tomorrow I'm going to be at the pool, hanging out, drinking some gin and tonics, and looking at uh, all the the beautiful women that are swimming in the pool. So that's what I'm going to be doing. So until um, until Monday morning at until Monday afternoon at 2:30. Happy trading, and uh, do consider joining the uh, free action trailers or possibly the uh, the Discord room for our also our insider trades. So see you tomorrow. I uh, see you Monday at 2:30. Happy trading.